Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare podcast. This is episode 48, recorded March 24th, 2022. Woohoo! Yay! All right. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get this show on the road. We'll start off with some horror news. A lot of good stuff coming around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We got some bad news first. Morbius early reactions calls the Sony movie messy, confused, and a bunch of garbage. What? I'm yeah. shocked. I'm shocked, I tell you. Sony does it again, takes an awesome Marvel property, and just rips it apart with shit. I'm sure it'll still sell, you know, two, three hundred million dollars just like the that. Trailer looked, the trailer looked junky, too. Like Venom and Venom 2. Venom and Venom 2 did outrageously great, and the scripts were horrible, the movies were trash, and I'm sure this will be the same and still do well. Uh, but MovieWeb is reporting that some early viewers have seen it and says, It's a mess. The movie doesn't know what universe it or its characters coexist with. Hmm. This is nearly, uh, I've seen, the quote says, I've seen nearly the nearly final cut of Morbius. It's a messy film. It doesn't know what universe it's in or what characters it coexists with. It definitely isn't a well-oiled machine that the MCU is. So some people are going to like it. Most people are going to be hard to get behind this film. All the early reactions seem to be less than lukewarm for this movie. It's Shocked, shocked. And and did I not predict that? Yeah, good old they Sony. Did, they even did reshoot after reshoot after reshoot. Uh, it went through four different test audiences and had to be reshot and rearranged multiple times, and it's still trash. The latest rumor that I read today says that the trailer is a lie. Yeah, because the trailer actually does look pretty good. Well... They're saying that in the trailer, when you see the posters of Spider-Man, those have been all removed from the film. Also, you saw um, the Vulture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not in the film. What? Yep, they removed him from the film. Was uh, it Michael, wasn't Michael? Was he Michael Keaton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael. Yeah, was well, Michael Keaton? And they, they show him in the film going, "Oh, it's Doctor Michael Morbius." Yeah, not, not in the film. Oh, man, <laughs> uh, the old bait and switch. The old fuck you, people. All right. Well, I'll wait you know, till it's free to watch it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not spending my money on the theater to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Scream Six director Tyler Gillett says that the new sequel will risk it all. This movie is willing to risk all in order to subvert all the expectations for the next film. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. We are so far down the rabbit hole of Scream movies that it will end up a. Gr- uh, all up for grabs at this point, says nice. the director. I thought so, the, the most recent one was really good. I liked it. Did I you, liked you guys it. watch? You liked very, it? Very entertaining. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. It was a good, it, it like, it kept one foot in the past, but they, they kept, they refreshed it and made made it good. You know, they, they it was a good balance. Some of these new movies that, that are requels don't do yep. it so good. I thought they did a good job with it. Is there I a lot of kills? Fantastic. Is there a lot of kills in the new one? Yeah, some, some good kills. Very good. And, they also like pay homage to the original, you know. Like it, it, there's some like scene for scene kind of stuff. It's almost like don't what spoil you s- it. Don't spoil it for him, man. Yeah, you got to you got to watch it. It's good. It's definitely worth watching. And it's on Paramount Plus, I think. Right? Yep. 
Um, Evil Dead, the video game, has just showed off a new commercial and video with the Kondarian Demon gameplay. It looks really good. It looks fucking amazing. I cannot wait for this game. They've delayed it so many times. There better be no excuses. This thing better be a great game. Did you see the mini ashes? Yes. That looked awesome, man. I the little mini, I love it. <laughs> the little mini ashes come out, and supposedly... The, the, there's something about the mini mini ashes or something similar in the 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 uh, multiverse of madness. Oh, nice! nice. Not not awesome. ashes, but I think maybe like mini like uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be fucking great. Let me tell you something. Uh, that new Kandarian uh, gameplay also shows you can possess trees as a bad guy. You can possess the car. You can possess inanimate objects. It you looks can possess like Ash. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a fucking amazing game. And I can't wait for the multiplayer version uh, and get, you know, getting to be a good guy or a bad guy. And just uh, the trailer looks amazing. To be Henrietta? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does look good. I can't wait. Two more months. Two more months. Let's, let's hope they don't push it back any further. I did, I did order... Um, the collector's edition. I didn't get the one with the Necronomicon, unfortunately, but I got the next lower one. Same here. Uh, it's got like a T-shirt, some uh, yeah, extra costumes for your character or whatever. Yeah, it's one one a Tom Savini inspired costume. That's awesome. Love that. Um, new movie, Monstrous, starring Christina Ricci, was acquired by Screen Media and gets a Friday the Thirteenth release date. Oh, nice. Um, this one looks like it's uh, going to be a pretty decent little horror film. Is there a trailer out for it? There is no trailer yet. Okay. Um, it, this is going to appear in a... Uh, I can't remember, and I didn't write it in my notes. I don't know why I didn't write that. But um, it's going to appear in, in some uh, movie uh, festival. Um, okay. And apparently there was like a pre-screening, and that's where uh, the screen media picked it up and said, you know what, that's good, we'll take that one. Nice. Uh, which is awesome. Good distribution. It looks like it's going to be available in a lot of different regions, so that's going to be awesome. Monstrous. Uh, about two months ago, we talked about a new werewolf movie, The Cursed, which didn't do so good in theaters, obviously, because we're still in the middle of a pandemic and not a lot of people are still going. Like, if you're going to see Spider-Man, you're going to make billions of dollars because everyone was dying for that type of movie. Mm -hmm. But it's a little indie film of werewolves called Cursed. Didn't do so well. Well, now it's available on video on demand. According to Amazon.com's website, you can now pre you can now order this for digital review or rental. Uh, cool. It is not free on any streaming service yet. This is just for rental and ownership. Uh, it's both available on. It looks like Amazon. I found it on Apple. Uh, looks like that's it right now. Uh, Voodoo. I guess there's a couple places it's available. So. I'm interested in seeing it. I'm going to wait until it comes free on, like, Netflix or something like that. Maybe yeah. on HBO or something. Who knows? Yeah, Halloween Kills just popped up on HBO. Yeah, yeah. My daughter just told me. Uh, so I'll like, watch yeah. it now that it's free. Well, yeah, there you go. Watch it for free. Do yeah, that. The only one I didn't see. I told you it was the only one I didn't see. It's yeah. worth watching for free. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's got some good kill scenes in it. It really does. It's just not a great movie overall. No. Uh, Michael Patrick Jan to direct the Western horror film Oregon Trail for Paramount Pictures. That's right. You heard of the Oregon Trail, but this is the Oregon Trail. <laughs> um, you die of dysentery on this one, too? Yeah, actually, it looks like it's going to be a pretty decent uh, slasher <laughs> film. Uh, Western, nice. Western uh, migration slasher film. It looks pretty oh, good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Th 
you know, that's a that's a area of history that hasn't been explored. Unexplored slasher genre. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I I definitely watch that. It's like the Ponderosa, but with slashers. <laughs> you, go, you get uh, Jason Voorhees with the hockey mask and then like a cowboy hat on. <laughs> instead of a instead of a six gun, he can have a machete on each in each uh, hip. Uh, yeah, so that one looks like it might be good. I don't know. There's no there's trailer or any uh, real additional information at this time, but it looks like it's going to be uh, uh, right on the Paramount Plus streaming service. Uh, cool. There's no date I didn't see here. So we'll see. We'll keep up with that one. Maybe next month I'll have a date available. Um, according to Screen Rant, Doctor Strange 2 will make Evil Dead fans happy, says Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige stated that Raimi was allowed quite a bit of free reign in the film and described nice. the movie as a very Sam Raimi film. Adding <laughs> awesome. that it will make fans of Evil Dead 2 very happy. Wow. It's unclear exactly what this will mean for the film, however, but it certain, certainly has people speculating. My understanding from a leaked copy of the screenplay is that in the commercial, when you see the undead Doctor Strange... It is in fact the the celestial form, or what's that? Uh, when you get get knocked out of your body? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he he possesses the corpse of the dead Doctor Strange, uh, Defender Strange. So hey, man, Evil Dead. Uh, sweet. I'm excited for this. Uh, they announced yesterday two uh, hours and thirty eight minutes. Yeah, I think it's like time. one of the long one of the longest ones. Yes, one of the longest uh, Marvel movies uh, to date. Let's hope they don't bite off more than they can chew. Uh, ben Stiller is in talks to star in Ivanhoe uh, stage adaption of Stephen King's The Shining. Yes. Uh, uh, rehearsals are set to begin this fall in the London West End theater area, and performance are targeted to start January uh, 2023 with an eventual move to Broadway is expected shortly thereafter. That'll be sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see a, a, a stage adaptation of Stephen King's The Shining and to see Ben Stiller as the star character. Yeah, right? Might be interesting. I, I don't think I've ever seen him in a serious role that I can recall. No. No. So that should be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead Rise... The new Evil Dead movie has been rated R for bloody violence and gore. Yeah. Finally, a synopsis of the movie has been published, and let's talk about it. A road-weary Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister, Ellie, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. The sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, giving rise to flesh-possessing demons thrusting Beth into a primal battle for survival, and she's faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood imaginable. <laughs> nice. I saw it's going to be released on uh, HBO Max, uh, Max, I think. Yep. Yeah, straight to. Sweet. I believe it's going to be a uh, HBO Max and theater and together. Theater release, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um... What's that the release pitch? date? Did they say the release date? No or? release date yet. No, nope. not yet. yet. Should be soon though, right? Like I uh, would think it. The screening that I saw, like, 
it was a nearly done movie, so I'm going to say that, yeah. And they've given be. it a rating, so, you know, it's... It's pretty much done, right? Yeah, so I'm pretty maybe sure within you the next go couple for rating until you finished everything, right? Right. So maybe the next month or two, or yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage is out for blood as Dracula on the New Orleans set for Renfield. So on uh, Twitter, we now see, and People Magazine posted a whole story <laughs> about Nicholas Cage appearing as Dracula, and his makeup looks ridiculous, and I'm sure this is going to be a ridiculous... <laughs> Uh, comedy horror that is going to be well worth watching because Nicolas Cage is a master thespian. <laughs> yeah, and he does ridiculous well. Yeah, yeah. If you need a, a role to be overacted and exaggerated, he's your man. And I Indeed. think this will be good. Indeed. That is all that I have. Do you guys have any other news that you'd like to discuss? Uh, I just got uh, two things. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the... Uh the trailer for Men, the uh, the A twenty four movie that's coming out with Jesse Buckley in it. Yep. Yeah. Looks really good. Looks yep. creepy, like you know, a period piece. I think looks looks yep. or you know, um, and I just uh, saw a trailer today for a movie called Deep Hatred, which I uh, haven't seen that. It just got released on video on demand. Uh, it's a it's a girl who goes back home to her father's commune his her father just died and it's got yeah. like some like uh looks looks like paranormal like uh entities or something like that it's okay. it looks pretty creepy and that just uh was released uh i think yesterday on uh, video on demand i'm not sure which service but uh, it looks good now i haven't seen the trailer for men someone said that that's a shapeshifter movie is that what that well, is well it's hard to tell from the trailer okay um it was just re- the trailer was just re- released today okay and to me, I, I don't know, man. It, it uh, she she is in That's this Na- house. Naomi, Naomi Pace too, right? Repate, yeah. I don't know. She's the only the, she's the only uh, female What's I saw in in the trailer. However, you pronounce her name was it Naomi Rapace or something? Yeah. Um, there was a whole bunch of dudes in it, um, and just she's the only like female I saw. Um, I didn't see anything that led me. to... I mean. You know, I, I, maybe they're trying to keep that under wraps as to what what actually is happening because you know it's it's an A twenty four movie, so you might not get a whole yeah. a whole yeah. glimpse in the trailer of what's going on. It, well, it here, looks good though. They do have a summary on on the website. It says in the aftermath aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone into the beautiful English countryside, hoping to find a place to heal. However, someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as a simmering dread soon becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Like it, it's a, it's a cool looking trailer. Nice. Definitely got yeah, an A twenty four kind of vibe to it. Yeah, speaking of A twenty four, the uh, writer director of Mandy has a new movie coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, I too. saw that too. What's it's going to be like an intergalactic like uh, yeah. like. Not love story, but like a man and woman kind of separated by like some crazy shit going on. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like got a like a. Crum, a crumminous or yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like yeah, that. something like that. It looks. It, 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 I read the trailer, the uh, the synopsis too, and it looked pretty good. It sounded pretty good, yeah. I guess. I should, and the movie X, say. I think, looks awesome. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer. Yes. Yeah. Does that come out this week? Is that this I week? That's so. Friday, right? Yeah. That Tomorrow, looks good, yeah. Then, yeah. That's all I have. Um, I've been watching that. Uh, oh, it's out now. 
It's available oh, now. I'm looking oh, at nice. the theater right down the street from me. The first showing is tonight at five. So sweet, okay, cool, nice. All right. I've been watching that uh, Korean zombie series. Uh, we are all dead on Netflix, and that's uh, it's decent. It started out really good. It's kind of dragging a little bit now. Uh, seems to be a little bit monotonous, but uh, it's enough to keep me interested and keep going because I think I only have like four episodes left. But uh, it's good. All right. Awesome. Uh, all right. So now our new feature, five great flicks on a streaming service right now. Chris, you said you've got something. What do you got? Yeah, I got Netflix. I mean, Netflix has an abundance of, of great new and classic horror movies currently. Um, so this is, a, this is a five recommended movies to watch if you haven't seen them or want to revisit them. Um, they're, they're currently on Netflix. Number five, Gremlins. Oh, nice. Yeah, classic 80s horror flick. Um, number four, the original Pet Cemetery movie. Nice. Um, Love that movie. Much better than the, the, the remake. Uh, still not what some, some <laughs> fans of the book would like, but... Uh, Definitely better than the remake. I, th- that movie holds a special place in my heart because we used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. Um, number three, It Follows. Oh, which was a, such a you know interesting refreshing movie like it was something that, was that I had, yeah I was surprised at how good that movie was when I was yeah there. yeah that that's currently available on Netflix number two the Fear Street trilogy I mean oh, yeah we've we've talked about that before <laughs> but uh, it's such a great set of movies Aren't they uh, talking about doing some more of those too or yeah I think they're supposedly going to do books? it like. Yeah, not not on the same like topic, but like some more of his, uh, yeah. you know, books for older older yep. uh, teens or whatever. Yep. And the number one movie that I recommend you watch on Netflix is uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street is currently on there, and oh. can't go wrong there. You know, I'm sure most of you who listen to this show have seen it already, but if you haven't seen it in a while and are looking to revisit it, or you know, on a Friday or Saturday night, or looking for some horror movie just to kick back and relax to. You can't go wrong with the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. Very good. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's tons on there, but uh, those, those were the five that I picked out of what, uh, what I had seen on there. Nice. Very good. Awesome. All right. Uh, very good. Very good. Very good. All right. So now let's move along to our top five, the top five this month. Is the top five horror movies about bands that could be fictional or real bands. Uh, and the list goes Craig, Sal, Chris. This was, at first when you said this list, I was like, do I even, have I seen that many? And then the more I started looking, I was like, okay, I, I, I did see this one. And so I, I have a list. I was no, worried. I was worried. I have, I have five. That's. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I had. I I think I had seven total that I remember watching, and I like I told yeah. Sal I watched one the other night just because I wanted to add one more that I could say that I saw. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say that uh, this. There's genre, probably gonna be one. This uh, Sal's probably gonna drop one or two that I've dude, seen and I totally is, forgot about. This genre for me in the early to mid '80s and the late '90s was like the fucking best. So. Yeah. And there's a lot of great newer stuff too. There but, is a lot of great newer stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, Craig, get us started. All right, so uh, my number five was a movie probably 
not very many people saw, but it was called Shock 'em Dead. It was uh, early '90s, and the only reason one. I watched it because it had the uh, Tracy Lords in it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the when, when she was, went legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But the movie itself was god awful, terrible. It was horrible. Yep. It was yeah, less but sometimes horrible is good. It was less than a B movie. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was really bad. Um, number four, I went with Studio Six Six Six. Nice, nice movie. Uh, number three, I went with Deathgasm. I fucking love that one. Yeah, I, yeah. Good really pick. Good, good pick. Um, number two, uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Woohoo! I don't know that one. That one's complete no. trash. Oh, God. Kiss, complete Kiss trash. actually, Kiss made a horror movie, dude. Yeah. In the in the early seventies, it wasn't really a horror. I mean, it was. It was, it was so it shit. It was like some robots and dude. Yeah, it was the worst. Like, dude, it was like this, this mad scientist. Yeah, it was a like a mad scientist that worked for an amusement park. Like he was in charge of like animals. Like a Scooby Doo episode. Absolutely. Exactly. Even yes. more than that, dude. Even yes. even more than that. <laughs> it wasn't a movie that went to theaters. This was a movie that was made for ABC television. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. Uh, I had it, yo, I had it on VHS when I was a teenager because yeah, I, I loved everything Kiss. And to me, it was like, eh, it was shit. And all the rumors about how like Ace Freely would show up drunk and couldn't speak his lines. Uh, Peter Chris would show up high and couldn't speak his lines, so there were the voiceovers for Peter Chris yeah, wasn't even wasn't even his voice because yeah. he was too high to fucking <laughs> oh to film God, the that's scenes. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. shit. Nice, that's a good one. Uh, and number one, I went with Trick or Treat. I love that. That's that's my favorite. That's my yeah. favorite one, and that's also my favorite soundtrack for a horror movie too. Yep, for sure. All right, awesome. Well, that's it. That's, that's yeah. I think you've mentioned. Ooh. I think you've mentioned that that Trick soundtrack a, a million lot. times. Yeah, because yeah. Fast Way made an entire album for that movie, and it's just I, I, Fast Way that's is a great I band. Saw, I saw that. I saw that one in the movie theater when I was young yeah, too. Love that one. Love that one. Yep. All right, awesome. Now it's my turn. Um, I'm going to start with my number five is Black Roses. I remember renting this one on VHS back in 1989. Uh, my Jeez, aunt I was staying over at my aunt's house, and I want to say I saw that one, Sal. Yeah. yeah, like the cover had like these eyes and a guitar with like roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I just no, remember, I remember looking at the cover, and it was like 3D, and going, yeah. "Oh, let's rent that one." <laughs> and it was shit. It was a horrible shit, movie, yeah. really. Yeah, but, I don't know that one, but it was funny. It was it was part of the '80s Satanic Panic movies, you know, where it's like uh, yeah. a band yeah. run by Satan enslaving children. Uh, my number four is Deathgasm. Yeah, great Again, flick. Just a great flick. I love that flick. That was uh, Australian too, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah. 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 My number three, Uncle Peckerhead. That's a good one. Fucking Uncle, yeah. Uncle I, Peckerhead is so it was on fucking my list funny. Of things to watch. I didn't see that one. And yeah. it was it was it was funny and like good gore, but it also was like a good like move. Like it was a good like you know. You, like you, you were rooting for the band, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that's listed as a horror comedy, right? Yes, Maybe that's yes, it is. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I, I figured out that a lot of rock and roll band horrors are comedies. Most comedy. of them, yeah. yeah. Yep, most yep. of yeah. them. Any of them that try to be serious, just it doesn't work out. Well, yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, my number two, Studio Six Six Six. Nice. And my number one. Trick or treat. 
Now, awesome. I do, I do have three honorable mentions. Okay. okay. Uh, my number one is Blood Tracks. Oh, uh, I don't know that one. That one's a pretty oh. good one. That's uh, early 90s. Uh, Green Room. That was from the 2000s. Oh, yeah. yes. That yes. was pretty there's good. One, there, see, there's one that I totally forgot about. That mm-hmm. was good. And another one from the uh, early 90s and um, late 80s, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yes. Dude, that, that movie is so cheesy. <laughs> So cheap. It's. I think. I think that they did that on Mr. Uh, what's that? Uh, that show that they used to do with the little puppets, like talking Mystery about Mystery Science like, Theater three thousand. Yeah, yeah, I think they did that on there. <laughs> they oh, did. Geez. They did. It, it's such a cheesy, like the cheesiest, unbelievable thing. But that's what makes it so endearing. Is so fucking cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it it's so bad that you can't not like it because it's so bad. Excellent. Like, and the great thing about it is that there's tons of titties in it. There's tons of titties in the movie. Again. You know what makes a great movie? That when it's a really shitty movie, but there's tons of titties to make up for it, and that was yeah. definitely one of them. Dude, I think the 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 weirdest part of that movie was the end. It was like a homoerotic demon wrestling match. <laughs> the the lead singer like stripped down in like a spangly like like silver like cod piece and wrestled that puppet. <laughs> Dude, that puppet was the fucking most ridiculous thing ever. That's why I had to put it on my honorable mentions because it's one of those films that it wasn't good by any measure. But was that supposed to be Satan? That, that dude, puppet? I, I think so. I listen. Yeah, I watched like, that movie at least three times because I once I saw it, I'm like, I saw my friends. I'm like, dude, you gotta see this movie. You've gotta see yeah. this movie. It is fucking ridiculous. It's it's one of those ones that it's like it's like a cult classic because exactly. it's just so exactly. it's so horrible and there's. Such cheesy lines in it, like uh, the special effects were absolute trash. Like the whole thing was really. There was little like weird puppet gremlin things or whatever they were. Like, uh, yeah, it was. Well, that was like uh, what eighty seven, eighty eight. It was mid eighties, uh, late eighties. I, I thought it was like eighty eight or. I think I, that's one of those ones that I liked the cover. When I saw it at the video store, it, and it was rock and roll. It. Dude, that's why I rented it, because I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then when I watched yeah. it, I was so fucking disappointed. It's like rock and roll, and it's horror. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's going to be awesome. This Fuck band this is going to go to recording studio, and they're pow- powered by Satan. And I'm like, what the fuck? It was garbage. The was the, this Satan looked like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Chris, your turn. Okay, so... <laughs> I just thinking about that shitty movie <laughs> so my number five is studio 666 uh craig and i actually just went to see that last week um yeah. we're gonna be talking about that movie a little bit later that was my number five my number four uncle peckerhead it's a funny movie i liked it it was funny and the guy who played uncle peckerhead he was he was he, how could you not like that guy and he was like their their bodyguard i mean even though he ate people like yeah, you know but he, was, but he never ate the band he was always there for the band Right, right, and then he wasn't supposed to eat other people, but he's a monster. Like you know, what the hell. (laughs) Number three, uh, suck. Have you guys seen the movie Suck? No, no. It's from uh, 2009. It's got Iggy Pop in it. It's got Malcolm McDowell. It's got Alice Cooper. It's got Moby. Really? It's a. It's a. Yeah, it's it's a good flick. It's about a goth band who kind of sucks, and then they're good. Their lead guitarist is a like a hot chick who gets eaten by a vampire and becomes a vampire herself, and then the band becomes really popular. Um, 
Yeah, Alice Cooper plays Satan in it, and uh, nice. Iggy Pop plays like uh, he's like their spiritual guide, and it's it's a good movie. It's it's kind of like Uncle Peckerhead, where it's, uh, they travel around, and it's got like fucked up like special effects, but it's on purpose that they're fucked up. Like like they got a, like a, a rubber bat flying through the sky, but it, nice. it's supposed to. It's it's cheesy on purpose, and it's and the soundtrack's actually pretty good too. Um, it's a good movie. Yeah, I gotta check that one out. I, I've not seen that one. Uh, number two is Deathgasm, which you guys also had on your Great list. Movie. Like, Great movie. Yeah. Also, like, a pretty good soundtrack. Like, you know, like, and some really good gore. Like, I just, I really enjoyed yeah. the... Oh, a lot of gore, right? The, yeah. the, the My favorite was the scene where they, they, they were killing the demons with, like, the vibrators and the dildos. <laughs> and the he was using yep. the anal beads as, like, nunchucks and shit. <laughs> like, yep. Like I said, I think most rock and roll horror movies were, were comedies. Because you know? if you try to take it seriously, it just doesn't work. I mean, Black Roses, uh, the, you know, the... the what was the one I just, I'm getting old. Um, Rock and Roll, Nightmare, you know, all those movies. Yeah, and, and my number one is an exception to that. My number one was The Green Room. I was which, a good one. It was a good one. I was on the edge of my seat watching that movie. I've actually watched, I've watched it twice because it's a suspenseful movie. It is. It's, yeah. it's a, you know, it's kind of like... Uh, get out! It's a different kind of horror, but it's it's hor- It's a horrible movie, and they're horrible people in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a good movie. I really liked that a lot. It, it's also got a really good cast and a, and a decent soundtrack. And then I have one honorable mention. My honorable mention is Rock and Roll Nightmare. Um, <laughs> again, because <laughs> it's just such a shitty, cheesy movie that it's it's fun. Very <laughs> it's good. fun because it's so bad. That's right. It is bad. Like I said, I watched it three times because once I saw it, I had to show it to my friends. And I'm pretty sure I was in ninth grade. So it had to be like 88, 89. Yeah, I think I was in like junior high too. Like we just picked it because it was like it was like a horror movie and it was rock and roll. Like it's rated R. It's like there's going to be some titties in this movie. We got to watch it. The cover looked great. Yeah. Read the back of the VHS. Like I remember like you reading the back and it sounded like it was going to be great. And then you take it home and it's a real shitter. (laughs) It's like that Glenn dancing, the first one that yes. he did. Uh, yes, the Veronica. it was that bad. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that's awesome. it. That's my list. That was a fantastic uh, top five. We got some similarities in there, a couple, a uh, couple different ones as we go yeah. out. But yeah, very good. It always makes me think about that one episode that we lost. Ah, uh, may it rest in peace. That was the probably the best episode we best ever did. Best episode ever. Just we'll never see the light of day. All right. Like the director's cut of uh, um, Event Horizon. Exactly. Pieces lost in history forever. All right. Let's move on to our movie review for the month. Movie for the month is Studio 666, picked by me. Yes. Um, brand new movie out in theaters. Let's give it a quick uh, once over here. So we're looking at the um, review of this Studio 666. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock history to record their much-anticipated 10th album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with the supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band itself. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, um, uh, the critics give it a 57 but the audience mm-hmm. score is 80. That just goes to show you, There's a if you're not a fan of the band and you're not a fan of spl- splatter movies, 
you're probably not going to like this film. Well, you you got to separate the two also, right? You could be a fan of the band and just say, oh, I, I liked it because Foo Fighters were in it, right? Yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah, too. This was a tough one for me. Yeah. I'll say this. Uh, in general, I found it entertaining. I was thoroughly entertained by it. There were a couple of scenes that made me laugh out loud. Uh, the gore was pretty fucking impressive. There was some good gore, uh, for sure. Specifically, let's let's say that there's going to be spoilers here because we need to talk oh, about yeah, some specifics about this. Yeah. Brand new movie. I'm sure many people probably didn't go see it in the theater, so they're waiting for it on video on demand, which I don't know. that it, is it out on video on demand? I think it actually came out this week. This week, okay. I believe so, yeah. I think I just saw that it came out on streaming this week, but I'm not sure on what. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, let me look here. Yeah, so it's uh, available on Amazon and Apple, but it's again, it's rental. It's not rental free yet. yet. Yeah. So if you if you uh, if you want to see the movie, if you're a fan of the Foo Fighters, uh, if you like you know splatter, you know gore, pause now, wait to watch the movie, and then uh, come back and listen to our review. Yeah. So specifically, the scene that I was the most impressed by and that showed me, look, the special effects weren't garbage, was the, the chainsaw? chainsaw sex scene. Oh yeah! <laughs> Holy fuck! First of yeah, all, yeah, that was awesome. First of all, Whitney Cummings, fucking mm. hot yeah, yeah, as hell, yeah, yeah. and the big titties, and then yeah. that fucking chainsaw right up through the bed. I was like, "Holy!" Was that a body shit. double? Maybe it was a body double, or were they here? Maybe, real? maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because they just remember they just showed like up close. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It might have been a body double. Might have been. Yeah. Might have been because they didn't show her tits with her <laughs> face at any given time. Nope. So. No, but I'll tell you this: uh, that scene, I was like, "Wow, that special effects were actually impressive." <laughs> it was a cool kill scene. Movie. Yeah, I did enjoy that kill scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not only that, the end. Pat Smear uh, and those guys at the end was fucking great. Pat got run over by the fucking van. <laughs> His head got uh, crushed. The fucking oh, yeah. speedometer wire went like through the thing into the fucking uh, bass player's like, eye. <laughs> yeah, that was like I flinched on that one because anything like that deals with your eyes, like shit, like that. I, I'd like, like, I, I, yeah, yeah. Like for me, I thought it was pretty entertaining at first. It was kind of slow going at the beginning, right? It was. Yeah. I was like, it was this slow is really going, fucking dragging on. But I get a lot, a lot slow going. For yeah, me. they're trying to like lay down the whole idea of what they're doing or whatever. But yeah, they were. Just yeah, I think that. Too much, right? I think that was my my issue with it was the pacing. Yeah, yeah. like it it it. it they, it was kind of the same thing over and over, like, and I get because they were trying to make the perfect album. I I, I, I get that. Yeah. But it, it did it it drug a little bit for me. Well, um, and I think part of that is this: it was originally written as a music video, and then they stretched it into a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think they didn't the, have a lot of content, right? For sure. Right. I think the pacing problems come down to content. And it really should have been a short film. Exactly. But they decided to make it into a feature-length film. And Craig and I, Craig and I said that when we were leaving the theater. I said, you yeah. know, if it was like a creep show episode or like part of an anthology, it would have been fantastic. You know, would have been perfect. Thirty-five paced. to forty-five minutes. Yes. You know. Yes. Would have been perfectly paced. They could have got the story down. They could have got the gore down. They could yeah. Have, and it would have been great. It would have been like, wow, that was fucking great. But instead. Craig, they drag on at the beginning. They drag on near the middle a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, the middle was... Uh, I looked at my watch. I did look at my watch. Yes, so did I. 
So did hey, I. Hey, Craig fell asleep. Craig fell yeah. asleep for <laughs> now, listen, I don't use that as any sense of measure because every movie I've ever seen with Craig, <laughs> Craig has fallen asleep. <laughs> it could be one of the most action-packed you know gore-filled films. We had a few beers with dinner, and that's probably what that, puts me that's over true. the Listen, That's true. Craig is a busy man, and he works long yeah. hours, and he fucking runs miles and miles <laughs> and miles. The guy gets fucking tired. Yep. You know, <laughs> throw a beer my, or two my, into him, and he passes out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my thought is? we Some of the movies that we've discussed earlier were like became cult classics. Like movies you watch on a Saturday night after you're smoking a little bit or drinking a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I think this movie... Is going to be a great, like, let's throw this on on Saturday night, it, smoke a little bit. It definitely or, has know. potential for it. It definitely has potential for yeah. it. Yeah. Going to the theater on a full stomach after a couple beers, no. like, it was it was just a, no. a hair too long for me. I, it was, I only fell asleep for, like, five minutes, too. It wasn't. It wasn't so, and I saw it the day after it opened. I was one of three people in the theater. Oh, boy. Yeah. Actually, I think there was, like, eight of us in the theater, I think. Right, Craig? Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah. And that was a week after it came out. I think we saw it like last no, last uh, two weeks. Well, two we weeks. just saw it right last week. Yeah, like last last Wednesday or last yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I I liked it again. I thought the pacing was they they could have. Yeah. So trying to just give you a little little insight on this, right? So, um, the movie opened in two thousand three hundred theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, its opening weekend, it only made one point five million dollars. Oof. Um, well, you know, it's a it's a genre piece. Like, it, like, so either a Foo Fighters fan or a horror fan, or you're not going to see it. You know, yeah. uh, U.S. domestic, it made two point five million. Worldwide, it made two point nine. It made only an additional four hundred thousand wow. dollars in, in international markets. Um. And it was one of those things where word of mouth kind of helped it a little bit. Like, people must have been like, oh, yeah. I'm going to say go the studio it. didn't make their money back on that one. Yeah, I don't know that they did. I, and I'm, But the thing is, I think the budget had to be relatively light on that. I would think yeah. so, because it's basically the Foo Fighters and Whitney Cummings, and, right? And they're like, friends. Like, you you know, you had you had fucking Carrie King playing their roadie. You know, the guitarist yeah. from Slayer was playing yeah, the roadie. And, and you, it's not it, like they had big... They already, rented the, they already rented the house to record, right? So, right, so exactly. Yeah. And... And they were like, while we're here recording the album, might as well just do this fucking movie. So they already yeah. had the, the lot. They already had the studio. They already had all the things they need. They probably already had the production crew because the guys that were doing the music video or whatever. Right. Probably yeah. The sound yeah, let's just right. make this into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there were a couple guest appearances that were kind of cool because uh, you had Carrie King from Slayer, obviously, is the roadie that yep. dies at the beginning. And he then you, burned yeah, up. Yeah. And then you also have a cameo by... Um, uh, God damn it! The chick who was the realtor, she's been in a bunch. We recognize her from American, oh, yeah, from Horror, American Story. Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who the hell is uh, near the near the mid end section when they're done with their weekend long of recording? Um, oh, was it the, the the food delivery guy? He was somebody too. Yeah, but they're the the sound engineer with John Carpenter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah. I said that. I said, yeah. that's John Carpenter, right? Like yeah. I think that's John Carpenter. He, he was the sound engineer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it sounded like his music too. Like when uh, he was playing actually, it, like, what? actually, no, it uh, was. Yeah. He, that was the his music in there, and he contributed to making some of the special effects stuff. So that's kind of cool too. Nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a good movie, and it's like if, like if you're a rock fan or a horror fan, it's it's one of those. I think it's gonna be a, it'll be a cult classic, you know. And it does the same kind of genre, the same kind of tropes as the Satanic Panic stuff, because you have a rock band, 
you have Satanism and some evil ritual to make uh, the ultimate satanic song to unleash demons from hell or whatever. And uh, I, I, like I said, I think I, I, I think um, uh, who, Dave Grohl did a great uh-huh. acting job in that. I think he was really good. He was probably the better of the, like to some of them, like Pat Smear was, uh, he was smiling a lot. Like he always does. <laughs> yeah, I was just so saying they did show him and he would just smile. Yeah. Know? And his, deli- his delivery was cut off too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, except like for, he was like, had to be cute into his lines. Yeah. Yeah. Except for at the end, like I think at the end, like when he was doing the under the truck shit, I was like, Oh yeah. look, Pat Smear's actually acting now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but but it was fucking good. It was a it was a good thing. I was surprised to see Whitney Cummings in it. I didn't realize that she had a role in there. Um, it it was it was entertaining. There was some slow points in it. The gore and the special effects overall were pretty good. Now there were a couple scenes at the beginning when they showed like the demonic shit that looked really fucking cheesy. Like I was like, ah, yeah, they didn't spend enough money on the digital effects there. But all the practical stuff that they did was the pretty fucking stuff impressive. Was good. Yeah. And, and, and that's something that I love and I can't knock is, you know, effort put into practical effects. Uh, because when it comes to those horror movies and you really want to see some kind of practical stuff, it's hard to. I mean, you think about how with all these superhero and sci-fi movies with all the blue screens and green screens and bullshit, it's hard to react to nothing. Uh, right. You can get a good horror reaction when you're looking at the gore in a physical, practical effect, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it oh, was, yeah, Will Forte was the delivery guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Will Forte, that's that right. was it. That's right. Lionel Richie. I was like, I, know, I remember, remember like, Lionel I knew Richie who... popped in there, too. Yep. Lionel Richie was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot about Lionel Richie. <laughs> I, I liked the Will Forte. Oh, here's my demo. <laughs> here's <Yeah>. my demo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, he pissed Dave Grohl off. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I'm i trying to think. Um, the music, the music from the movie. No, you can I tell like, like, the keyboards were definitely John Carpenter keyboards, too. Yeah. Else. Yeah, so the soundtrack from that movie um, is very interesting. So they got two soundtracks. They got the original motion picture soundtrack, and then they have a a CD that has bands on it like Slayer, Motorhead, Gojira, um, All My Life by Dave Grohl, Tom Yeah, because they were playing when they showed Kerry King. They, they were playing some Slayer. I thought it was funny, too, when they were trying to come up with his new song and he started, like, like playing some shit from his old stuff. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, dude. No, no, He's like, you wrote that, that song like five years yeah, ago. We did that one. Yeah. We did that one. <laughs> uh, uh, but the soundtrack, the, here's the funny thing, right? So they have Gojira, Ghost of War by Slayer, Stone Dead Forever by Motorhead, All My Life by Dave Grohl and the guys, Everlong by Dave Grohl, and then Hello by Lionel Richie. (laughs) 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 Uh, The Best of You by Full Fighters, uh, another Dave Grohl song. Um, There's a song called Eatin' Dust. uh, the Lumberjack song by Jackal, which is from the sex scene with the... Oh, yeah. the she goes, I love this part, I love this part. And then all of a sudden the <laughs> chainsaw is like up through the fucking bed and splits them both That was half. cool. I just love yeah. that scene. Uh, but I'm trying to think, like, the 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 music they were playing was a lot like that kind of stoner, doom metal, uh, like drone metal that goes yeah. on yep. and on. And they even made jokes about it, like saying, we were playing that for four hours, man. My yeah. fingers are bleeding. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but again, some of the practical effects, the, the death of Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, 
there was that was oh, the part symbol. yeah the symbol, so that was yeah. part practical and part digital and the digital part looked shitty like you could Man. tell looking at it it wasn't that fucking great um what was the they want to go over budget yeah definitely definitely same thing the Carrie King death scene was cheesy it wasn't very good but again these yeah. digital effects for all the electricity when he got shocked his burnt up skin you know that was practical but it looked kind of cool um, yeah that was pretty good yeah all in all it was an entertaining movie uh, it's like you said i think it has the the potential for being a a cult classic being one of those things where the guys yeah, get like together, a midnight movie or yeah like weed, watch a, you want to watch something funny let's watch studio 666 yeah yeah i'm definitely going to add it to my blu-ray collection when it when it becomes available on blu-ray um and i think uh it'll fit in nicely with a lot of the horror movies that i have now uh because i just got that uh, i think i told you guys i just got that um lucifer's daughter so yeah, and I, yeah. And I watched that one twice so far because there's so many titties in it. Uh, <laughs> but there was a couple scenes that were just fucking. It wasn't that. It's definitely a B movie. That movie's definitely a B movie. But uh, yeah, from the trailer, it seemed like it was kind of like B ish. But th- there's some good B movies out there, you know. Yeah, the gore, Terrifier. the gore and stuff Terrifier. is good. Terrifier is one of those fucking great B movies. Yeah. When the hell is that movie coming out? Damn it! Terrifier two. Who no. the hell knows, man? At this point. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I think uh, I agree with the audience rating of eighty percent. It's a pretty good movie. It's entertaining. I'm probably in between uh, in between the audience yeah. and the uh, and the critics. Yeah. Like again, yeah, I I enjoyed it, but like the pacing, like it, it was it was too long. I, for me. I think if they if they do a director's cut, they should cut out thirty minutes at the <laughs> beginning, and I think they'd be pretty good then. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of shit in the middle, where like Dave rolls by himself trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I'd say wait for a rental. Yeah. Not even for free, but I'd say rent it for four or five bucks. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't send anybody to the theaters to go see it. No. No. Especially given theater prices today. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. We did see a couple of decent trailers, though. Yeah. What trailers were during that movie? There's that yeah, one that's the, coming out. Uma. Yeah. Uh, it's about the like the, the Asian lady and yeah. her daughter. That looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's actually they're saying that that got some bad reviews already. Oh, did it? Oh, um, yeah. Morbius was one of the trailers, I think. Which you know. Yeah. Poo poo. Uh, there was one more that was a pretty good one, and I can't remember off the top of my head what the hell it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Did they show X? Maybe they showed. Yeah, it was X. X, X was right. the other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that that one looks like it could be pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Awesome. So I'm gonna say my rating for that one. I'm gonna give it three three out of five stars. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two and a half. Two and uh, again, a half I, I, half. I, yeah. I, I liked it. it. It was just a bit long for me. Like they could have cut some stuff out. It was good. Uh, yeah, like you said, I, I did look at my watch at least once during that movie. Yeah. All right. I did. So I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go two and a half. As All well. right. Then we'll give it a uh, American Nightmare podcast of two and a half stars out of five for Studio Six Six Six. Yeah, it's not bad. It just was a little, little long. Little long, little little bad pacing, and I think like like I said before, I think it's just they didn't have enough material to quite make a feature length film, and they stretched it, and that was a bad mm-hmm, idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very good. All right, awesome. So that concludes a, another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. Um, I want to thank all of our listeners once again for listening to the American Nightmare Podcast. 
If you have any suggestions for future podcasts or general feedback, you can email us at feedback at the American Nightmare dot com, the hyphen American hyphen nightmare dot com. Uh, you can visit us on our website or you can visit us on Facebook. I'd also like to uh, give credit to the opening theme music, Thor's Hammer by Ethan Mexicel. And um, also want to mention that we are using Riverside.fm to record this podcast. We are Riverside FM affiliate. If you're interested in learning more about Riverside FM, go to Riverside.fm. And I will also post a link on our Facebook and our website that if you're interested in giving us some credit, if you sign up for Riverside FM and you heard about it from us, please use that link and we will benefit from it. This podcast will benefit from that. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks again, everybody. And we will see you next month.